from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from Ajax, Ontario. This Mass is being offered in thanksgiving for blessings received. We know that this televised Mass brings meaning to the lives of tens of thousands of Canadians across our land and around the world, and they wish to join me in thanking our donor for the gift of this Mass. And now as we prepare ourselves to celebrate this Eucharist, let us call on the God of mercy and compassion to forgive us our sins and to grant us during this time health of mind and peace of mind and health in body. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared fitting helps for us in our weakness, grant that we may receive their healing effects with joy and reflect them in a holy way of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The ungodly reasoned unsoundly, saying to themselves, let us lie in wait for the righteous man because he is inconvenient to us and opposes our actions. He reproaches us for sins against the law and accuses us of sins against our training. He professes to have knowledge of God and calls himself a child of the Lord. He became to us a reproof of our thoughts. The very sight of him is a burden to us because his manner of life is unlike that of others and his ways are strange. We are considered by him as something base and he avoids our ways as unclean. He calls the last end of the righteous happy and boast that God is his Father. Let us see if his words are true, and let us test what will happen at the end of his life. For if the righteous man is God's child, he will help him and will deliver him from the hand of his adversaries. Let us test him with insult and torture, so that we may find out how gentle he is and make trial of his forbearance. Let us condemn him to a shameful death, 
for according to what he says, he will be protected. Thus they reasoned, but they were led astray, for their wickedness blinded them, and they did not know the secret purposes of God, nor hoped for that wages of holiness, nor discerned the price for blameless souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. the Lord is against evildoers to cut the righteous remembrance from the earth when the righteousness cry for the help of the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles the Lord is near to broken hearts the Lord near to the broken-hearted and saves the crushed in spirit many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord rescues them from them all the Lord is near to broken hearts he keeps not one of them will be broken. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. The Lord is near to broken hearts. with you a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John Jesus went about in Galilee he did not wish to go about in Judea because the Jewish leaders were looking for an opportunity to kill him now the Jewish festival of the of booths was near after his brothers had gone to the festival then he also went not publicly but as it were in secret. 
Now, some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is not this the man whom the authorities are trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from, but when the Messiah comes, no, will know, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to arrest Jesus, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord. Each month, a van from the NCBC sends me a schedule of the masses that I'm supposed to do in the following month. And at the last week of the month, I take all the readings for the whole month, read them, sort out a theme, pray about them, and write an outline for the sermons. Every now and then, I find that when the time actually comes, I have to junk the entire homily and write something fresh. And today is one of the occasions, because the reality in which you and I face today is so different from what it was a month ago. Today, we hear about the coronavirus spreading exponentially. New word indeed. And we are getting used to a few new words, aren't we? Self-isolation, quarantine, uh, social distancing, lockdown, and there are a whole lot of other things. And so when I was reading about this righteous man that Anton read about in our first reading today, a righteous man who was assaulted, persecuted, somehow or the other did not fit into the reality in which we have. Here was a man full of fear, but we are not one man full of fear. It's a whole country that is full of fear, a whole world that is full of fear, a whole world that has begun to take drastic measures. And you and I have to grow spiritually within this atmosphere today. It's not a story of a man of integrity so many thousands of years today. It's one community today. Our governments have shut down literally everything. No airline travels, our borders are closed, only citizens are allowed to come into the country. They have shut down our libraries, our museums, our theaters, our restaurants, our cinema houses. They have shut down our churches. No masses on a weekend, no masses even during the week. Easter this year is going to be one like you and I have never seen before. There will be no washing of the feet on Holy Thursday, and churches that were packed with standing room only on Good Friday will not be able to venerate the cross. As for Easter Sunday, I begin to think that it'll be more or less like the first Easter Sunday that we ever had, when the apostles were in the upper room, closed doors because of the fear 
of the people of their time. Today we are in a shutdown. And we still have to obey that commandment of the Lord, love me, love one another as I have loved you. And I think of Diana Ross singing, love me, and Justin Bieber singing, love me. And I always add together Barbara Streisand from a distance. We have to keep that distance. So how on earth do we grow in a very spiritual way at this time? We have to use our brains, our imagination. We got an example of that by a priest called Father Giuseppe Carbari in Italy. He is in a church called Parrocchia di Robiano, which is to the north of Milan, very close to the Swiss border. And he wrote to all his parishioners, take a picture of yourself, a selfie, and send it to me. Then he printed it in color and then put it on all the pews. He filled the church with pictures of his parishioners. And as he celebrated mass in lockdown, he began to realize how close he was to the parishioners and the parishioners to him. I thought it was a rather gimmicky thing until I realized that that's what we do here at the televised mass. I don't see Carl or Derek behind the camera. I see, I see Shirley D'Souza bothered about her daughter out in Japan. I see Bonnie O'Connell celebrating a birthday in California. I see Nancy Roth bothered about a son who is working in the army in the Middle East. I see Breda Fitzpatrick in Israel wondering about what she is going to do with her patients. I see Father Kim, Ludovico Kim in South, Africa, in South Korea ministering to a people that are scared of the pandemic. And when I hardly know them in person, I only know them through their emails. But when they write to me, it becomes so real. And this mass becomes so real, not just a TV performance. These TV parishioners, as Father Dawn Steen from Alberta would say, this is your new parish. These TV parishioners make me realize that there is such a lot of good in our world today. It makes us realize that we are standing together. It does not matter what party you belong to, liberal, conservative, NDP, Green Party, we are in this together. It does not matter whether you're a Christian or a Muslim, a Hindu, a Jew, or none of the above. We are in this together. It does not matter if you're a man or a woman in the street, or you're a celebrity from Hollywood or sports. The coronavirus will embrace you. And in this, we have to grow spiritually. We have to grow closer to God. And as Dan Smith sang in our responsorial song, God is there to heal us. Or as Barbara sang in From a Distance, God is watching over us. But he's not watching over us from a distance. He's right in the middle of our coronavirus. He hasn't passed this on us as a, as a punishment, but he has allowed this to happen because you and I have chosen. We haven't chosen the coronavirus, but the things that we do very often sets things in motion. Washing our hands, not touching our faces. I touch my face about 30 times every hour, and now I have to be aware of these things. 
simple rules and regulations. But the beauty of this all is that there is a great deal of hope within us. And I'd like to read a poem of one of my friends who expressed the blessings of the coronavirus. And he wrote, I wonder who conferred on you the Latin title of crown, because corona in Latin means crown. Crown of thorns you surely must have been, too much of mankind in cruel irony. Our hearts go out to those laid low by you in one swell soup. The flip, coin, the flip side of this coin is that you have proved to be a blessing in disguise. And I thought, really? We owe you thanks for halting us in our tracks to take stock of where we stand in regard to one another, our common habitat and destiny, which otherwise we, cons we consign to oblivion in our push for wealth and power. We hope that this bitter lesson that you have taught us cures us of our blinkered vision once for all. God bless you all. Join me now as we pray together. Let us pray that the good Lord who is healing us will heal those who are sick with the virus. May they regain their strength and health through quality medical care. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord. Heal us from our fear, which prevents nations from working together and neighbors from helping one another. We pray to the Lord. Lord. Heal us from our pride, which can make us claim invulnerability to this disease that knows no borders. We pray to the Lord. For the prayer intention of our sponsor of this Mass and for the people of Ajax, we pray to the Lord. Loving and gracious God, we bring these prayers to you in this time and this reality. Grant us the grace to see the wisdom, to see the knowledge, and to experience an understanding through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Let us now pray together that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord For the praise and glory of our name, for our good and the good of all His holy church. 
Let us pray. <clears throat> Look with favor, O Lord, on the offerings we dedicate that they may be pleasing in your sight and always be salutary for us. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts, that freed from the disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of the passing world, so as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so now, with the angels and saints, we proclaim your glory as with one voice we sing. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with Saint Joseph, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. <clears throat> At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of this year church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And in this reality of coronavirus, let us take an opportunity to offer a sense of peace with somebody that we are not reconciled with. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that as we pass from the old to the new, so with former ways left behind, we may be renewed in holiness of mind through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Yes. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. Remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of ourselves. And free us from our past. You fought with Satan and you won. Your faithfulness endured. Give us your strength your skill, your trust in God's eternal